King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting King's Council Coaching com and connect with one of our team members today. Hey guys, if you're digging this content, then I want to personally invite you to join our community and join us live every single Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. We host what we call our King's Council Growth Calls. Again, every Monday at 5.30 Central Standard Time. Now, these are our calls in which you can actually participate in. We have a variety of guest speakers that range from business experts to church leaders. We coach on leadership, entrepreneurship, and finances. So join us every Monday, 5.30 Central Standard Time, and get to know the community of like mindset kingdom entrepreneurs. Text the word KING to 727-472-3860. Again, text the word KING to 727-472-3860. I look forward to meeting you live Mondays at 5.30 Central Standard Time. everybody welcome back to another episode of the king's council podcast i'm your host riley meek and we are continuing along this series of entrepreneurship really the kingdom entrepreneur series and uh, last week we got to actually dive into uh really what what kingdom entrepreneurship actually means uh just an understanding of, of what the the kingdom actually represents we understand that that's a verb uh god's rule and reign in our life as undertakers as entrepreneurs and so we're going to continue along this uh and and really just dive into this even deeper uh into this understanding of entrepreneurship and modeling what i believe or who i believe the first entrepreneur ever was and that is god the original creator and uh we're going to go through a little bit of scripture today but also just kind of unpack this and maybe challenge you on on a few different ideas or thoughts that that you may have had but interesting enough as you read through genesis and this is just where i've spent a ton of time uh over the last you know few months really and just really meditating and understanding what god was really telling us or showing us through Genesis through through creation and the very very first thing that I just find so fascinating so amazing about God is that the first thing that that he reveals about himself isn't what so many people think when you think of the character of God that he is holy he is all loving he's all knowing he's the alpha he's the omega he's the beginning he's the end he's omnipotent he's omniscient, holy. I mean, the list could go on and on of the character of God. But the first thing that I just find is so incredible is in Genesis says 
it it says that God is was creative, right? It, it says in the beginning God created, and it, it just shows us like from the very very beginning God undertook that task at hand, right? And I'm just gonna read this, guys, and and I know we've read this probably in some past past uh, segments that we've had, but Genesis chapter one. Right, it just says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. So the first entrepreneur, God Himself, is is He He created again out of out of absolutely nothing, He created for the good of, of us. And, and ultimately as we are his image bearers, we are made in the image of the first entrepreneur. Uh, and so we get to, and, and I say this, like get to create alongside the original creator, right? So when we follow this and understand that we've, we've been given this, this creative ability, if that's God given, right? I mean, this is just so exciting to really just think through this and understand that those, those ideas and those, those thoughts, those, those concepts that are, that are just rolling through your head. Like these are God given creative ideas. So I really truly believe this is why I believe we are, we are all entrepreneurs. We are called to be creative. And unfortunately we are just, uh, we're taught how not to be. We're indoctrinated how not to be. And this is just something that we've become accustomed to just with the, the culture and the society that we live in now. Right. But we can go back all the way to, to Genesis and just look how years and years, thousands and thousands of years have, have passed. And now into this century of the industrial revolution and in the need for uh, creating employees uh, to, you know, not think outside the box to not think for themselves, but just to simply do a task. And again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. If that's what you're doing for a living, but I do want to just encourage you that God made you creative. So that, that business idea that you have, the, the ability to create music or write books or, or build or assemble things that is, is, is a God given ability within you. And, and it's not something to really take lightly. I mean, when, when we build new things, when we come up with ideas, we're doing what God created us to do, which is to create. We're doing something God-like in that moment, right? And, and this is just kind of really what excites me about this because just as entrepreneurs, right, which is, again, let's just talk about this because that's a title that gets thrown around a lot in society and there's a lot of different ideas or understandings of what an entrepreneur is. And I, you guys know my definition is all it means is to undertake, right? That's all it means. And it's, it's not that, that you own a business or run a company. It just means that, that you are undertaking the task at hand. And maybe even in addition to that, if we want to build off of that a little bit, I would say an entrepreneur is somebody that is willing to take a risk to create, right? And, and hopefully as an example to, to, as, as that God had actually done for us is to create something for the good of others. So someone who undertakes 
whatever the task is at hand to create for the good of others. And if we use that definition, I would say the creator of the universe certainly qualifies as the first entrepreneur. I would hope you guys would agree with me on that because in, in Genesis, he clearly created something new and, and you know, the, the earth was formless. It was, it was void. There was nothing. And then within six days, he spoke everything into an existence within those six days he brought forth literally the 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 heavens the earth the sun the moon the stars he created uh, uh morning and night he created animals then he created man and it, you know not only was it original at the time but he created this for us for the for the good of humanity and from there, I mean, you can you could certainly come back to did he take a risk for that? I would say yes. I mean, if you think if this is God, if, if this is truly God and he is all knowing. He had to have already known that man would fall. Right. So it's like, well, why would he even do this in the first place? Why? Like, why deal with us? I mean, I. That's what I would think, right? Like, why in the world would he create this turmoil, this mess, this this uh, ickiness that, that a lot of us deal with? But he knew it was worth the risk. And I'm going to come back to this, guys. But I just want to ask you right now, like the business idea, when you launch something new, a, a new podcast, a new book, is it going to be worth the risk for you? Now, I mean, God certainly... He, he risks something in, in a in a different way, obviously being all knowing. Right. But the fact that he did that full well, knowing that he was going to have to send his his son to die the most horrific death uh, on the cross to to redeem us. He still he still did so because his his vision had to be so clear of what gave that that any sort of pain that that he was going to have to endure it gave it purpose it gave it the, the reason why and so as he created us in his image we 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 become we have free will right god knew he was going to create us knowing that it was going to cost him knowing what we were going to do knowing that jesus would have to die for us yet he still did it that his vision is what gave any sort of pain purpose, which really, guys, this is why we spend so much time on this in, in the DNA blueprint. And if you're going through our coaching program, if you've worked with myself or one of our coaches, we spend a lot of time on your vision because we want to get this clear. And, and with action comes clarity with, with your vision. But it is so important not to take this lightly and really understanding is what I'm about to undertake. Is it going to be, have I anchored this thing to, to enough emotionally to something that's going to allow me to push through the, the pain, the stuff that's going to happen? Because, Hey, if you're willing to undertake it, be willing, you got to be willing to go through some junk because you're going to. And if you've never started a business before, let me tell you, you're going to, right? And, and this is where you just have to determine, are you up for the task? Are you a truly an undertaker? And again, this is why we spend so much time on this with, within the DNA blueprint. And if you haven't gone through that yet, make sure 
you you enroll into our community. It's free to go through this blueprint. Uh, kingscouncilcommunity.org will get you access to this uh, and go through this blueprint to understand, like, what does this vision actually look like that we have? Now, I just want to read this uh, with you guys as, as we flow through Genesis. Uh, in Genesis chapter 1, go to verse 26 through 27 now. It said, uh, so God's creating us. He said, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created a male and female. He created them. All right. So Genesis one twenty seven says that, that we are created in his image so that what I really believe would be that, that the world would be with re, be filled essentially with reflections, reflectors of who God is. And I want us to really understand, uh, like sit with this for a second, guys. If God created us, literally it says it like three separate times in Genesis 127, uh, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Like, okay, I get it. Like, I, you got to repeat it again, like, but it, I think it's there for a reason for us to really understand this, guys, that God created us in his image so that we would be uh, in his image. And what this means, guys, is is the characteristics of God. It's not that we look like God physically. That's not what this is, is referencing at all. What this is saying is that we are created in his image, meaning we we have the character, the characteristic traits of our creator, so we are to be reflectors, reflections of our creator. And, and because the, the most amazing thing is, is before he gave us, this is, we're still on, this would be day six of the days of creation. Okay. And you've know, if you've know, we've gone through the seven day blueprint in which God has actually given us day six, this is what I would consider like his succession plan. He put this in place before day seven, before the Sabbath, before rest, is he put this succession plan in place, right? And he gave us ultimately this mandate in Genesis 128. And at that point, guys, only at that point did he say it was very good. If you remember all these other days leading up to this, it was good. It was good. It was good. And then we get this mandate and, and then we're told that it was very good. And I just I'm going to read this again because I want us to really grasp this, guys. Genesis 128, it says, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They'll be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made and it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning on the sixth day. 
What's up, guys? Riley Meek here with the King's Council, and I need you to listen up here. We are hosting a Kingdom Business Advancement event October 21st and 22nd in Jacksonville, Florida. So if you're looking to level up your relationships or accelerate your business or your career, maybe you're just looking to break through some of those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is an absolute must-attend event. We're going to be networking with high-performance individuals. we got business owners, CEOs, executives, entrepreneurs all throughout the country, and we have all one thing in common, a burning desire for more. Now, we're going to be laying out the exact blueprint that has allowed me to start and scale eight separate companies. We're talking eight of these guys, every single one of them from zero to seven and eight figures within the very first year of each. This has generated us over really close to $200 million over the past decade. But here's the deal, guys. Money ain't everything. Now, if you don't have enough of it, it quickly becomes our everything. Believe me, I've been there. I've done that. And because of that, there's one thing that I've learned. Money only makes us more of who we already are, which is why I am on a mission to teach God's proven framework, not only to create and develop a kingdom-focused business, but to step into your true calling to help create wealth and most importantly, keep Christ at the center of everything that we do. And by implementing this blueprint, you're going to realize that you no longer have to actually choose between family and business. You don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Guys, we are so blessed to live in this country. Regardless of your political views, we are blessed beyond belief to live in this country, which comes with a great responsibility. And because of that, I want to call you out personally, individually, as you're listening to this right now. If you're ready to step up and to be the spouse that you were created to be, to be the father or the mother that you were created to lead and to become that entrepreneur that you know that you were destined to be. If you're ready and if you're willing to truly step into that, that role of kingdom entrepreneurship, kingdom, God's rule and reign as an entrepreneur who's willing to undertake the task at hand, then I want to meet you in person and I want to invite you out October 21st and 22nd Jacksonville, Florida. So if you're ready, text the word KINGDOM to 727-472-3860. Grab your ticket today. It's only 97 bucks, guys. It's limited seating on this thing. No doubt we're going to sell out. So take action. Life's about choices. And this event is going to be next level. Life-changing for those that decide. Again, text the word KINGDOM to 727 727- Four seven two three eight six zero. I look forward to meeting you there. Again, guys, this is what I believe is, is our succession plan that God gave us this this mandate to ultimately follow in His footsteps. To follow in the original Creator's footsteps is to continually create, to continually bring kingdom culture on this earth. Right. And if, if if anybody knows what it's like to create and build something new, a lot of maybe you've listening right now, you've built a business, you've built, I don't know, a, a birdhouse. Right. If But if anybody knows what it takes to create and build something, I believe it is our the original creator from the very beginning. 
He's he's told us how to do this and given us essentially this this understanding and this this mandate or this this entrepreneurial process. Okay, and and guys, this is again Genesis one twenty eight. We go on then to uh, we we talked about Genesis three last week as well, where uh, work becomes you know known as like a curse, right? But again, God made us to work. He made us to work. Most people think that that the idea of work is something that God made us do when we got kicked out of the garden, but that's not the case. Work was actually a part of his image. God was working. God created and he he's a working God. Multiple times throughout scripture it says that God is working. Right. And so what I really believe, guys, is this is an invitation for us to create and to build alongside the ultimate entrepreneur, not just the first, but the freaking ultimate entrepreneur. And, and what if we actually had this mindset shift to understand that work is something that that God actually gave us as a vehicle through which we can truly enjoy him, truly enjoy his presence Right. What made the Garden of Eden so special, so amazing, it wasn't the absence of work. In fact, I mean, it was almost opposite. It was it was the idea that Adam, he was made to work, but it was the presence of of this perfect co-worker. Right. God and Adam worked together in the garden. There was there was a shared uh, just responsibility of what they were going to do and, and to, to care for the plants and the animals and God and, and man shared that in the garden. And that like, that is the perfect vision of work. Now we sinned and we ruined it, unfortunately, but know that, that, that was the perfect harmony that, that God created was us to co create with him. And I really truly believe that that's, that was partly what of God's intention was, was he's a, he's a worker. He's a, he's a creator. And he, he built, he, he essentially created us to co-create with him, to continually create in this process. He wants to create with us. So when we think about starting new ideas or new businesses, God wants to share his wisdom. He would love us to bring him in on these projects, these ideas. Guys, some of the greatest things that 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 the visions and ideas that that God had has given me was was simply because I just took the time to to spend time with him and and, and seek his wisdom and how can we grow this thing best and what what can we create that would be for the good of others that that would be a value in the marketplace. Because guys, he didn't leave Adam alone in the garden. He didn't, he didn't leave him there just to tend it. And and ultimately I really believe that God, the same goes today, right? He doesn't ask us just to work in, in isolation and not invite him into this process. When God talks about bringing the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, I mean, that's the understanding. God's rule and reign. Remember the kingdom, his rule and reign on earth as it is in heaven. We actually get to when we operate in that and under under that that submission to him, we actually get to co-create with him. Like that's such an incredible thing. 
And and what really got me on this, guys, is is in Genesis two. I just want to share this and then we'll, we'll kind of wind down this this episode here, guys. But in Genesis chapter two, verses like 15 through 20, it's talking about when uh, God you know took man, put him in the garden to work. And essentially, I'm going to read uh, a few verses into this thing, but more towards the bottom, towards uh, chapter, or verse 20, it says, he brought them to the man. Okay, so first I'll go one more ahead. Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. Okay, so God formed all of this. And then it says, he brought them to the man to see that he what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was his name. So the man gave the names to all the livestock, the birds in the sky, and all the wild animals. Guys, think about this. God actually created us, then created animals, and brought the animals to man in the garden and said, Hey, what do you want to name these things? Can you imagine like how epic that that time must have been like what do you want to name that that tall neck thing over there like oh, let's call it a giraffe right or what do you want to name that 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 huge cat over there it's got a big mane like oh that's the lion right how incredible that our creator actually empowered us to co-create alongside of him like I, I, I don't know. I just, I this just really, really gets me, guys. And it's, it was such an epic, incredible thing that the or process that he has invited us into. So that's Genesis two, uh, uh, chapter two, verses like twenty ish or so um, that I had mentioned there. But then you, then we continue on, and there's the fall of Genesis three. Right, man fell, and and God said, okay, by the sweat of your brow, like we we screwed up. But guys, here's the thing. And I know I said this on last week's call. There's the, take the whole picture here. There was creation. There was perfect harmony in the garden. We fell. Right. Then throughout the Old Testament, there's plenty of promises of, of Jesus coming. Our, our ultimately a redeemer needs to come. New Testament's on the scene. Jesus comes proclaiming one thing and that it is the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God, God's rule and reign is here. So guys, we ha- the, the redeemer, if you've given your life, right? I understand this. If you've given your life and you've confessed your, your sins and you've repented, truly repented and, and are now walking under and in submission at, with Jesus as not just your savior, but as your Lord, know that you have such incredible advantage over anybody and everybody else. And, and it, it's taken me a while to really grasp this and understand this, guys, because I always thought like, uh, you know, if I'm if I'm a Christian, I don't get to do some of the things that the world gets to do. Right. And this was I, I mean, I, I got to believe I'm not the only one that has felt this right early on. It's kind of like, uh, I don't want to I, like I want Jesus as savior, but I'm not sure if I can let him run my businesses. I'm not sure if I could, you know, give him all of that aspect of my life. And guys, let me just tell you, there is nothing more freeing, nothing more exciting, nothing more empowering, nothing more uh, just freeing and, and, and 
incredible than to fully come into submission to your creator and, and, and know that he wants that fellowship. He wants that relationship. He wants the ability to co-create with you. That's why he created us was to co-create, to continually create with him, right? All of these things, you think of the, the world that we live in now, that the technology that has come about all comes back to us human beings continually taking what God has given us with, with the, the, the trees and the plants and the, the uh, oil in the ground and like just all the incredibleness that he created. And then he's given us the ability to continually co-create and continually make adjustments and, and make things better. And we can just see the advancements that have happened year after year, century after century that are happening and things are just accelerating at it. It's such an incredible rate right now of how quickly things are taking place, guys. And this is just such a time where we get to we get to co-create with our creator. So I just want to challenge you, like if you've got that idea, if you've been sitting on those those promptings or that like, man, what about this? Or, uh, you know, I've always wanted to to paint or I've always wanted to start this business or I've always thought this would be a good idea or I've, I've always man just had a heart to to write music or write this book and you haven't done it guys now is the time now is the time there's no there's no reason for regret there's no reason for frustration there's no reason for shoulda coulda woulda it's it's now like take advantage of this time right now that God has given you submit it to him and ask him for that those the secrets the secrets of the kingdom to to how to create things excellently right this is what i just so am, am, am so excited about what we're doing within the king's council is we're calling entrepreneurs, undertakers out to, to come into alignment with our creator and let's create some of the most incredible, some of the most amazing products, services, whatever it is, because what we're creating isn't to, to go just make a buck. What we're creating is a representation. Remember is a reflection of our creator. We are created in his image. Therefore we should be characters image characters of our creator. And if the product that you're putting out is subpar, if the service that you're putting out is just doesn't match up to some of the other, other products or services that are out there, then rethink what you're doing in everything that we do, guys, we are called to excellence. Doesn't matter if you, if, if, if there, you can do it cheaper with, with this version over here, or if, if you can uh, cut corners over here, I'm telling you, that is not kingdom. That is not God's rule and reign in your life. You are called to excellence in every single thing that you do. So let's start living that way. Let's start acting that way as co-creators with the original creator and step into this calling and seriously take this, this mandate with to heart. Let's seriously walk in this thing. Heck, let's sprint in this thing with excellence. And the only way guys that we can truly do that and with the accountability is to lock arms with others, with like mindset and kingdom 
entrepreneurs, God's rule and reign in our lives, entrepreneurs willing to undertake the task at hand. And if that's you and you're looking for community, again, I'm just going to tell you, text the word king to 727-472-3860 and we'll get you access to join the King's Council community. It's free, guys. Join this community. Get to know other incredible kingdom entrepreneurs on this planet and let's freaking go. Let's build something. Let's create this kingdom culture that God has created us to do from the beginning of time. And I believe he's just been waiting for somebody to come in alignment and to really take this thing to heart, to really take this thing truth, to bring back, to restore creation for the original intent of why he created it. And we can do that, guys. So I'm just asking you to join us on this movement that I know of God has put in place here with the King's Council in this ultimate entrepreneur mandate. Let's do it together, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council podcast. For more information on the King's Council and becoming the CEO of your own life, visit kingscouncilcoaching.com today. You can also follow us on Instagram at kingscouncilcoaching. We'll see you next time.